Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. This show is all about life transformations and our journey from where we were to why we are doing what we are doing today. We will discuss the hiccups, the roller coasters, and the blood, sweat, and tears that has been poured out while discovering our purpose. It is all about our transformation. Here is your host, Sean Douglas. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I'm your host, Master Resilience Implementer, TEDx Speaker, Business Positioning Strategist, and International Best-Selling Author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 74 countries. So whether it's your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing. We highlight that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network, Tuesday through Friday. Join us for our live show of Life Transformation Radio right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network that you subscribe to Life Transformation Radio wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, Himalaya app, and the Google Play Music app. And now Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Pandora. I ask that you subscribe and then leave us a rating and review and let us know how we're doing. We also have a Facebook group called Life Transformation Radio Community where you can interact with the listeners, interact with the guests that I bring on the show. So I invite you to join that Life Transformation Radio Community on Facebook. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, basically amazing human beings that are impacting the world around them. And my guest today does exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests, that I bring on the show during our live broadcast, call us up at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657-383-1109. If you have a question for myself or the guests, come on the show and ask your question. And with that, please help me welcome to the show my guest for today, fellow podcast host, Nancy Showalter. Nancy, welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Thank you, Sean. Happy to be here. I am pumped always to have a podcast host on the show because it makes for an amazing conversation. Well, here I am. (laughs) (laughs) And my podcast is probably a little bit unique for some people. Sure. Absolutely. And it just so happens it's the title of the episode, which is Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect with podcast host Nancy Showalter. She's the author <laughs> right. of It's Okay to Be Rich, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Increased Wealth and Personal Mastery, endorsed by T. Harvecker. She is the host of Spirituality for the Politically in- Incorrect podcast. For over 30 years, Nancy has mentored and coached individuals and groups, including conducting seminars, conferences, and leadership trainings in the United States, Canada, Latin America, and Europe. She hosted a 26-day video tele-summit with 26 experts in personal development 
and was a co-host of the Worldwide Profits for the New Age radio show. Nancy currently speaks, conducts seminars, and does client coaching and mentoring. She brings creativity and a unique integrated perspective to her audiences and clients who find her coaching and presentations to be both practical and personally transforming. Nancy has a Bachelor of Arts degree from Western Illinois University in Liberal Arts with a concentration in peace and conflict resolution, including traveling in the Middle East to Egypt, Israel, Gaza, and the Golan Heights, meeting and discoursing with Israelis and Palestinians on their perspectives and hopes and dreams for a peaceful future. Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram is all there in the show notes. You can connect with her and her website, Nancy Showalter, S-H-O-W-A-L-T-E-R, nancyshowalter.com. You can go and find out her courses at thequantumlifeacademy.com. She has a plethora of courses. Amazing. Check those out at quantumlifeacademy.com. And go and check out her podcast at spirituality for politically incorrect.com. Connect with her and let her know that you heard her episode of Life Transformation Radio. See, after all that, the question I have to ask, and I believe is the most important question that I'll ask you today is why why do you do what you do well that goes back a long way sean because i always joke i was born with a mission somehow i just felt like i needed from a small child to do something to help people and help the world even in a, a you know a grander scale and i remember talking to my mom saying can't you just feel the pain of the people in the world? And she looked at me and she says, no. <laughs> and it was just, it was just interesting because I've just always started my search very young. I was, I was born uh, and raised as a Catholic, a Roman Catholic. I went to Catholic school, almost went into the convent. Wow. In high, in high school, actually. But then I decided, you know, that really wasn't this time. That's not my mission. And so I went on and I've studied the world religions. I've, um, w- you know, worked with the, uh, the, uh, all the different world religions, including the, the most recent ones in the last couple centuries with the ascended masters and understanding these uh, esoteric teachings also. And looking at just the, the structures and the beliefs that we have in kind of a new light. And that's where the spirituality for the politically incorrect comes from, of looking at things, traditional concepts perhaps, and and, in a different way. And so that's kind of what I specialize in. And then just going forth with the law of attraction and understanding universal laws and all of these um, aspects of my life. So my why really is to help people and to make a contribution that, you know, that really does impact individuals and the world. Love it. Absolutely love it. I think it's a great name for a show, by the way. Spirituality (laughs) for the politically incorrect. It's almost like saying, (laughs) it's almost like saying, we forgive you for who you are. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, that is, that is a perspective, right? <laughs> it's just, 
you know, spirituality, it's almost like, you know, like rehab addicts, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, when I, when I, and I've listened to a couple episodes and it's just, it's so funny because it really is like, like politically incorrect. Not that, not that things you say would, would or, or the guests or whatever cringe, right? It's just like, I don't, can you, can you say that in 2019? I don't know. <laughs> If you can, right? Like, you start right. questioning yourself. You're like, can I say that? Like, so it's just a really funny show. It's a it's a really great, um, action packed show, and um, I encourage people to 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 listen. Well, thank you. I hope they will because I think they might see some perspectives that they haven't thought about before. Yeah, I think we've become very one dimensional where. It's okay to believe something. It is okay to stand firm in our beliefs. But I think that's where we failed. Because we're not tolerant of anybody else's beliefs. Because I believe what I believe, everybody else is wrong. And I don't know where this came from. Growing up as a kid, I was always taught that you are accepting of other people no matter their faults and no matter their beliefs. Now I teach my kids the same way, but that's not what's mm-hmm. happening. It mm-hmm. just isn't. Right. They're so right. one-sided and so closed-minded to their beliefs and what they believe that they're unwilling to even entertain a thought that their beliefs might be wrong. Right. Well, I think the path in life and, and whether you call it a spiritual path or just a path of growth is examining our beliefs and looking at, is that the only way to look at this particular subject I might be looking at? And that's where education, and I don't mean just going to school, but education in a broader sense, like you're saying, open your mind to new concepts or looking at the same concepts in a different way. So I think it's very important and you're right. It's very, um, it's not quite like I was raised either. I just leave it at that. (laughs) Right. You know, I had, I had a neighbor. It was, it was funny. I had a neighbor and he since moved, but he'd always talked to me about flat earth theory and as, and as I'm listening to your why and I'm listening to, to, you know, you said, oh, it goes back, you know, very far. And, 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 and you took us through that moment. You know, I, I kept thinking about, you know, what I was what I just talked about, where things are just not not the same in the sense that everything is so one dimensional, so one sided that people see things like, yep, that's it. That's it. I believe that I'm done. Boom, done. But, <laughs> right. but what we go back you know, and we talk about your why, you know, I, I would sit here and listen to him talk about this and he really firmly believed it, but I didn't, but I still listened and I still was open-minded and I still internalized everything that he was saying. And I was like, I don't think so, man. I really, you know, I, I really don't, don't think that that's true. And it was respect for the relationship there. I respected him as a friend, even though I didn't, I didn't share the same beliefs as him. You know, I, I still never h- held it against him. 
And I think that's where we need to be when we, when we talk about our why, you know, and, and you said it so, so great. You know, when we talk about our why, it has to be ours, but it's always fluid. You know, oh, you said it, it goes back, it goes back really far, but, but really what I want you all to know, right? And, and, yeah, and so I'm exactly. sure it's changed over the years. Oh, absolutely. Into what you're doing now. We grow. That's yeah, what it's all absolutely. about. Yeah, and you what said it so about? well. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so talk to us about a transformational moment. The whole focus of Life Transformation Radio is about well, highlighting those transformational moments. I believe okay. that everything happens for a reason. Everything's here to, to prosper us. Everything is there for us to grow. But I don't think that there are times where we think life is out to get us. It's not, it, it's not really that. That's how we feel, but it's not really that. You know, Mothers Against Drunk Driving was started because the child was killed by a drunk driver. Laws are put into place because of something that has happened that we don't want to happen anymore. In the military, serving in the military, we would have briefings because somebody would do something dumb. <laughs> so if, you're, if, you're, if, if we're receiving a briefing, it's probably because somebody did something stupid. So talk to us about a transformational moment in your life that puts you on the path to what you're doing today. Well, I can go back. That goes back a ways, too. I was quite young. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> in the sense of, I, I was like in my mid-20s. And, I, you know, I was searching, looking, like I said, all these different things. Well, at some point, and believe it or not, I don't even remember all the details, but I do remember the situation and, and the outcome. But someone had deeply hurt me. And mm. I was crying. And I'm not a, I wasn't a crying type person. I didn't cry a lot. You know, I wasn't that way. Um, I was emotional, but I mean, I wasn't, you know, a cry, crier. Well, I was crying, which tells you that it was something very deep. And as I was crying and going through this and, you know, the whole thing you go through when you're deeply hurt, all of a sudden I was elevated kind of to another level and I'm watching myself and I'm seeing myself crying and being hurt and feeling the way I was. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, Nancy, if you keep on this path, you're going to be a victim the rest of your life. And I had this awakening. And then the solution was I started just instinctively talking to myself and, and I said, Nancy, it doesn't matter if he or she loves you or, you know, did whatever. I love you. I've got your back. I figuratively held myself and literally even and said and, and worked with a, a healing process. And that opened me up to uh, I always believed that we had a higher dimension of ourselves. I, I always believed that. But that was like the one pivotal time where I I, I went to that space and I was functioning from that space. And I realized that there is a higher dimension, a higher part of me that can heal that, that 
soul or that vulnerable part mm-hmm. or that inner child, you know, all these different terms we give that. It's the p- part of us that is, you know, as we grow up as, you know, as a baby and we're growing up as a child, we are, a, you could almost say a victim in the sense that we can't, you know, make our own decisions. We're at the mercy of adults or mercy to someone to even keep us alive when we're first born. And so whatever happens, we're very vulnerable in that stage. And then as we grow up, somehow we, the pains or the things we, we suffered or, you know, going through teenage years, teachers, uh, parents, whatever, could be serious, you know, injuries to our, our psyche and our, our soul. But it could also be small things. I mean, I remember, mm-hmm. I'd remember things that happened and I'd know my mom would say, that happened? I don't remember that. <laughs> it, you know, to the adult, it's not significant. To a child, it can be. So as we grow, there really is a part of us that we can step into a higher frequency of ourself. And that self I refer to as the part of us that was made in the image and likeness of the divine, the part Mm. that is not caught up in all of the human emotion. I mean, it's beyond our feelings, our, our physical bodies, our Mm -hmm. thoughts, even our mental body, you know, or even our memories, everything's energy. We know that from quantum physics now, and everything's energy and it vibrates at a certain frequency. And so our thoughts, our feelings, our memories, our energy locked into certain patterns. So painful memories can be transmuted, changed. That energy can be freed. And what I was experiencing was healing, that inner healing kind of of the self with my higher consciousness, with my human emotional self and mm-hmm. healing that part of me. Now that was not the end. Of course, that was the beginning <laughs> because that yeah. was a process though, that I used for many, many years in my life and still do, but I needed it much more, you know, in the initial stages of really bringing my whole being, you know, into a certain integrity and the way you access this part of yourself is through understanding, is through the words, I am. Because you think about it, when I am, you're able to say I am, that indicates self-awareness. There's no other species on the planet that can can do that. And we have choice. We can make a decision to be different, to act different, to, like you say, listen, to be open, to love. We can raise our vibration. You know, animals, they just, they can be intelligent. We can train them. They can almost mm-hmm. seem human, but right. they don't have that free will and that consciousness, conscious awareness of mm-hmm. self. And so that I am, it indicates consciousness. And that is the part of us that is the purest frequency of energy, of light, of love. And that part of us can nurture and heal the human part of us as we're here experiencing here in time and space. So yep. I am, what, whatever you say after that, positive or negative, yep. Yep. you're really in, invoking your divine self to put that into action in the physical world. Our words sure. are very powerful. That's one of my oh, courses I, that I offer, free course. 
Yeah. Yeah. 100% believe that. Absolutely. How has your, how I'm curious how your, how your transformational moment, and I'm sure you've had many, but how has those transformative moments influenced what you just talked about? Your, your, your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, how has those transformative moments influenced that? Well, first of all, it shifts you out of the victim state. And mm. it helps you then to understand that you are, I am fully responsible. I, I am mm. a co-creator. I create. I create with my thoughts, my words, my feelings. Mm. Everything is a creation. And that vibration I'm putting out to the universe is what comes back to me at that level. So when you focus on what you don't want, I mean, I have a great story about that, too, to quickly tell you, is also same time, you know, I'm, you know, when you grow up and you're trying to find your identity from your parents and, you know, my parents were great people and they never abused me. So I'm not saying that, but you know how you say things your parents may have done and you say, oh, when I grow up, I'll never do that. And then as you grow up, you find yourself, oh, you know, starting to do some of the same things. And it's like, wow. So I was talking to a mentor and I was going on about how I didn't want to be like my mother. And she's great, but she's a little bit dominating, but I was actually very close to her. But anyway, I was going on about how I didn't want to be like my mother, didn't want to like my mother. And he just listens. And and when I finally stopped, he puts out his arm. He stretches out his arm with his palm down. And he says, you don't want to be like your mother? And I said, no. And he turned his palm up and he said, then don't be like your mother. And that was a huge impact on me. That was another transformative moment. I realized at that moment, who's keeping me from being how I want to be? Nobody. (laughs) Nobody. No one at all. And that we need to focus on what we want to be, what we want rather than what we don't want, because our energy then goes to what we don't want. And that sustains Mm. it. Yep, absolutely. I define, and this is going to be great. I define spirituality as the, the beliefs, principles, and values that one person has. And when I teach spiritual resilience, I show people how to strengthen those beliefs, principles, and values that you have inside. I believe spirituality is inside, while religion is the, um, is the display of those beliefs, principles, and values. Exactly. How do you define spirituality? Well, I- yeah, that I think I can I could go along with what you said, but I, I think like <laughs> <laughs> because it is internal. You see, right? I mean, we've been told that by many uh, sure. avatars by Jesus Christ. You know, the kingdom of heaven is within you, within you. That that yeah. those are profound words when you think about it. We just sort of mm-hmm. gloss over them because we've heard them so many times, mm. but. The kingdom of heaven within you, that means you have to go within and and you can connect. From my perspective of spirituality, you connect to your higher consciousness, the God within you, because you're made in the image and likeness of the divine, right. of the source, yep. of God, you know, whatever word you want to call it, doesn't sure. matter. We all come from the one source. And you go 
within in the heart center, and there's been much research done on the heart, a lot of different things, which you know, we don't have time to go into today. But that yeah. heart center or that chakra from the Eastern traditions, however you want to call it, that is where you can enter and, and truly connect with that divine part of yourself. Mm-hmm. And guidance, inspiration, you can get answers, just, just that sense of equanimity, that sense of I am. You don't have to be doing something or anything, just I am. And you just, it's being, it's a state of being. Yep. And that, that connection can be there all the time. I, I always talk about like, it's like a computer. In the background, you have all these programs running, even whatever you're doing on the internet or whatever you're doing at the conscious level. And it's kind of like your connection to the divine within is like mm-hmm. that program. If you keep your vibration to that level, that program moving all the time. And you no know, matter what you're doing on the outer and your outer mind. So yeah. spirituality to me is really aligning with your higher consciousness and then out picturing it, manifesting it. And that comes yep. with what you're saying, your values, your beliefs and such. Love it. I, I don't get into too many religious talks on the show. Uh, it, it, like religion and politics are some are two two topics that I just don't really cover uh, because <laughs> right. they're the most divisive, right? They just seem to be the most divisive. Yeah. However, I mean, I am you know I am a Christian, non-denominational Christian. I was raised Roman Catholic, uh, mm-hmm. devout, like catechism and Ash Wednesday and yeah. confessions uh, and Wednesday church and Saturday church and Sunday church and like, I mean it was that was my life with rosaries and you know, all that stuff. So, I mean, right. I, I, I grew up in it, um, you know, and, and I just, I choose to raise my family on a, on a non-denominational, um, you know, relationship, Bible based, you know, whatever you want to call it. You know, we live in mm-hmm. the Bible belt in North Carolina. Uh, we live in the Bible belt. So there's a church on every corner. <laughs> right. And uh, what I've learned though, you know, in all of the conversation, my mom asked me, you need to go to Catholic church. You can't be going to that other church. You need to be going to Catholic church. And I'm like, you realize you're judging, right? Like, you, like you realize, <laughs> right. and this is the conversations I have with my family. And one, one thing I've learned, and I hate the word thing because there's so many more better words. One thing I've learned is you can be spiritual and not be religious. You can Absolutely. you can be spiritual. There's nothing saying that. Well, if you don't believe in God, you're not spiritual. And this, you know, there's people that believe not that Jesus, but they believe that there's something. There's there there's there's no way there isn't something in the universe, whether it be a God, right. Yahweh, um, you know, Joseph Smith and his tablets with the Mormons. You know, there's there's something there there's there is a universe, there is a something, there is a higher power, there is an entity, there is a something that gives us the spirit inside of us. And, and I believe that a lot of people, I would say probably a good 90 to 95% of people, if you poll them, said, yeah, there's something, you know, and, and you'll get a bunch of different answers what they are, but there, there's mm-hmm. something, there's, there, there's something there, I, you know, there, maybe some anarchists or atheists and, 
you know, whatever. They're just like, nope, we're just born and we die, and you know, that's it. That's it. There's nothing else out there, you know. But there's a lot of people that believe that there's something, whether it be a universe or a higher power or something. So I believe that you could be spiritual without believing in a in, in an indoctrined religion. Uh, absolutely, yes. I mean, and I think that's important. And and but see, and I take it even further in my my background. Well, my background, believe it or not. I was exactly like you described. I mean, it was back in the day when, you know, I went to mass every morning in the Catholic school. (laughs) You know, I sang in the choir and, you know, very devotional. At the same time, my mom let us go to uh, Bible study with our Protestant friends in the summer, which was kind of really freaked out the the church. But we did that. And then I also had like a, a grandmother uh, figure in my life who was a woman, a white woman who worked in a black uh, community, spiritual. She was like an evangelist. And I used to go to church as a little kid with them. And so I was oh, wow. exposed to all kinds of different things. And then later I, I studied yoga when I lived on the East Coast for a while and taught yoga. Then I got into wow. Eastern religions and I was like, as a teenager, I thought, oh, I figured it out. We are, we live on this planet. We, we live funny. here and we live more than ever, more than once. And then we graduate eventually once we master what we're supposed to. And I thought I was so brilliant, but you know, two thirds of the world believes that. <laughs> and so, right, yeah. <laughs> so, I, so I've been exposed and I've studied a lot of different religions and I understand you know, uh, a lot of the different teachings. So I don't find judgment in, um, in, in just in a, a system of belief, because like you say, it, everybody has their perspective. And I, I believe that, you know, when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life, he didn't say, I, Jesus, am the truth, the way and the life. Right. He said, I am he understood. He was. He said, I'm one with my father. I am. And he understood that he was he's in he stood in that union, which we have we don't fully do yet, but but he right. understood. And then even when his disciples walked up to him and said, Good master, and they started to ask him a question and he goes, Don't call me good. Why do you call me good? There's only one good God in heaven. Yep. So it's like he understood to not have the idolatry of our human self. He was mm-hmm. human and divine, but so are we. He came to show us how to be that son or daughter of God. Yep. My my favorite um, scripture is Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Uh, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven through thirteen specifically says, "For I know the plans I have for you, not to harm you, but to prosper you." Mm-hmm. And I and I just yeah. keep thinking about that for I yeah. know the plans I have for you and I'm just like what are they? <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Come on. Right. You know, but it but it's just I don't know if it's a comfort I, I don't know if it's a comfort or just a knowing that there is a plan. Like I don't know what it is right now, and and I love what I'm doing right now, but there's been so many transformations. I'm 36. There's been so many transformations that that even I've gone through, 
you know, and, and dark nights of the soul that I've gone through and high moments that I've gone through, I just, wow. You know, there's just so, there's too many events that have happened <laughs> in my life for me not to say that there isn't a God or Jesus or or a higher power, the divin, you know, the divine, the divinity, the holy trinity, whatever you want to call it, right? Right. I Absolutely. just believe that there's just there's there's too many coincidences. Mm-hmm. People people coming into your life. Too many times that I've heard that that like you were meant to be here. I needed to hear that today. I'm going right. through something right now, and I needed to hear that. I'm a speaker. Yeah. Too many times I get told that. Oh my gosh, I didn't, I wasn't even going to show up today, but something told me to come and I had this I had this this aching in my soul that I had to be here in this talk today and you nailed it and it was exactly what I wanted to hear. And I just look up yeah. and I go, it's him. He knows. Yeah, I mean, it's like God, I mean, whatever you want to call it, like you say, uses <laughs> us. I mean, we can be that instrument of our own higher self of the master of, you know, mm-hmm. and, and really be the instrument to, to help others as well as helping ourselves. Obviously Absolutely. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. You know, um, you know, growing up, we're always talking about, you know, go forth and make disciples and all that. I want to know specifically, uh, well, I have two questions. My first one, main one, the overarching premise is how do you elevate the world around you? What is it that you do that elevates the world around you? But specifically um, for the next minute or so, I want to talk about your podcast, Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect. Because there's a lot of talk about being being PC, and we got to say things the right way without offending people or hurting. And then there's some people that I don't care, and they're just so politically incorrect. Like you can't say that, you know. So, <laughs> right, so talk about right. that. Well, I, I my purpose with the podcast was to actually look at life and situations and social issues. I did a little series on social issues. Looking at okay. them, not from necessarily the, the moralistic, like, oh, you're right, I'm wrong, you're wrong, I'm right, you know, whatever, but from a higher spiritual perspective and trying to shed a, another perspective on some of these social issues that, you know, we have from my understanding of God's law and higher law and spiritual law and laws of the universe. And so that's kind of what I do in that podcast. And, I, you know, not everybody will agree with it, I'm sure, and that's perfectly fine. But I'm just trying to offer another perspective. I mean, I can give you a, an, an example, if you like. It might be yeah. a little far out yeah. for your listeners. I love but it. For uh, instance. Nothing's, nothing's far out <laughs> on this show. Okay, great. Well, for instance, when you look at abortion, Yep. That's, you know, a very divisive, very divisive. Issue, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. There's no there, middle ground. There's just, yeah, that's right. a topic. There's no middle ground. Well, if this happens, then I can see that. No, it's either it's wrong or it's right. Like, there's just no middle ground. Right. And, and so, okay, stay in your camps. 
<laughs> but let's yeah. look at another <laughs> another little aspect of it. Sure. For instance, the soul comes into an embodiment with a plan, like we've been talking. And that mm-hmm. plan involves being born into a certain family, into certain situations, and a whole, I want to say, a karmic situation. In other words, we have karma, law of cause and effect, what you sow, you reap, you know, this kind of thing. Oh, yeah, and law that, of attraction, yep. Yeah, well, and, and it's a biblical, too, you know. It is. I mean, Jesus said every jot and tittle is accounted for. <laughs> so there yeah. it is. And law of cause and effect. Okay, so I believe that we're, we come into embodiment more than once. and we bring with us a plan and a plan involves the whole situation of who we're being born to. Do we have karma with that person or do we have a specific mission with those people? Who are we going to meet? It's, it's a certain situation that comes together and the soul is meant to incarnate with certain parents, whatever the situation might be yeah. at the other end. And when that soul is aborted, that plan is aborted, and it could be a long time before all those things come back together for that soul to be able to fulfill that plan. So yeah. it's more than just, you know, oh, my convenience, you know, or, yep. you know. And so, so there's that aspect to look at that really is uh, a soul that is being, you know, born into the world and has a, a particular plan, and we can interfere with that plan. And then when you think about it, all of us, none of us got here any other way. We all were babies, right. <laughs> incarnated, born. We had depended on other people. It's kind of a sacred trust, right, <laughs> that we have with each other. Yeah. Well, the argument on the other side could be, well, what if the abortion was the plan? Well, you know? I mean, you could that's, say that's, that. That's, but... the other, that's the other side of it because, and I and I'm totally on board with what you're saying. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, refuting that. Plan, then, then you see, it creates another plan because it creates more it karma, in the sense yeah. of, okay, this didn't work, so now yeah. you know, and then sometimes yeah. that soul may come back to the same ones that you know aborted it, and then that soul yeah. is like, there's more karma there. It's a little harder <laughs> the second time yeah. around. But yeah, yeah no, I mean, we have free will. That's the point. We have That's... free will. Yep. We have free will to break the law, to fulfill the law, to you know, do whatever we want to do here. Yeah. You know, I I just law of cause and effect. <laughs> I I was I was talking to to some friends the other day, and, and we got into a real funny conversation, um, kind of about the karma and like the other stuff, you know, and 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 even on the radio show, it was like the whole day was just filled with karma, and <laughs> and, and I had the hair on the back of my neck stand up because I had like two deja vu moments, like I, I was like I dreamt this. I, I, I was literally here at one time. Like, like it, it just, it was a deja vu moment. Like, I feel like I've already done this. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so I get those sometimes and, and all day on the radio show, the people I was talking to, we were talking about the karma, love attraction and cause and effect and all that. And, and something that, that, that I said, it just kind of made me laugh. And I didn't even, I didn't even think about it 
You know, they were like, you know, we were at Starbucks and you got the, you know, the people pay behind you and he pays behind them. And it's like, you're giving good karma to the world. And, you know, and then the drive through and he paid for the guy behind you and like, you know, whatever. And we're just talking. I'm like, I'm almost afraid to not do that. Like I'm the guy who doesn't do it for gratitude. I'm the guy that doesn't want the bad karma. (laughs) Right. Like I'm grateful that somebody paid for my coffee or paid for something for me, but I got to give it to the guy behind me because I'm not going to be like that guy that goes, Oh, somebody paid for me. Thanks. And takes the karma (laughs) with them. You know, like, like I don't want none of that bad juju. I got to give it to somebody else. (laughs) Well, that you don't want to get, you know, fanatic about it because life is also giving and receiving. You have to be able to receive graciously, you know, or we can't receive the graces, you know, of, of, of spiritual living. If we, if we don't, we we have to be able to receive and then we give, it's all about giving and receiving. Giving usually proceeds receiving because it's kind of like standing in front of a, a wood burning stove and say, okay, you give me heat. I'll give you wood. Well, it doesn't yeah. exactly work that way. The universe we yeah. have to give first. Yeah. I heard it said some, and I wish I could remember exactly what was said, but I, I, I remember the gist of it. And it, it was something like, um, like if you're standing there with a closed fist, it's really hard to receive the blessings. Like if you're so closed, like like when they catch raccoons, they they have a they have a box that is that is literally the size of their hand but there's a there's something at the bottom and the raccoon grabs it and will not let go and that's why it gets caught cuz it just won't let go right it's caught in the box. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so that's i i just everything that you're saying i'm like i remember that that close like you you have to open your hand in order to receive the gift but most people exactly. have their hands so tightly wrapped around something that they want they're not receiving what's coming to them. So yeah, absolutely. Because so, they don't believe they deserve it. Or, true. Yeah. That's know, a whole other conversation. I'll never think. Exactly. Gosh. So with the remaining two minutes that we have, I want to give you an opportunity. You have some free gifts for the audience. And so we, we have to close the show, but uh, let, let's talk about the free gifts and people can find you. They can go to my website pretty much to get access to everything we've talked about. And, I'm giving away an electronic copy of my book, It's Okay to Be Rich, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Increase Wealth and Personal Mastery. And also, I have a free mini course, How to Speak Your Success, The Shocking Truth of How Your Words Impact Achieving Your Goals. And so those two things are out there for people. Plus, I have other free things on my uh, website that people can take advantage of. And um, they can connect with me there. And if anyone's, you know, wanting to go further, I'm happy to be there for them. Awesome. Love it. Nancy, this has been absolutely incredible. Absolutely amazing. I want to thank you for spending time with us. This was everything that I hoped it would be and more an amazing conversation. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. I am so happy to be here, too. It's been a great time. So let's give one takeaway to the audience in 30 seconds. What is the one takeaway? If you listen to nothing else, what is the one takeaway that you want to give the listeners today? I want them to understand 
but also know in every fiber of their being the power in you is greater than any power outside you. Mm. I love that. Oh, my gosh, I love that. Nancy, this has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for being a guest on Life Transformation Radio. You are so welcome, and thank you ever so much. I love your show, and I'm very (laughs) grateful to have been part of it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. means a lot to me. Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world around her. If anything has resonated between our conversation with Nancy today, please reach out to her. Let her know that you heard her on Life Transformation Radio. Connect with her. Get those free gifts. Go to her website at nancyshowalter.com. Go to quantumlifeacademy.com. See what she has going on and subscribe to her podcast, Spirituality for Politically Incorrect. And go to that website, spiritualityforpoliticallyincorrect.com. As we close the show, I, I always say live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live a great life.